This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast, sponsored by Bemidji State University and Northwest Technical College. The Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast is also sponsored by Visit Bemidji and Grant Haven Campground. Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors covers the lakes, woods, trails, wildlife, and anything else going on outdoors in Paul Bunyan's Playground. Hi, this is Dick Beardsley, Bemidji Area Fishing Guide. I'd like to invite you to come to our beautiful town of Bemidji. We've got over 400 lakes in our area teeming with walleye, pike, muskie, bass, and panfish. We're the gateway to the Chippewa National Forest. We've got miles upon miles of biking and hiking trails. Paul Bunyan and Babe the Blue Ox. Fine shops and eateries in downtown Bemidji. Headwaters of the mighty Mississippi at Itasca State Park. Beautiful resorts, hotels, and bed and breakfasts. Visit Bemidji one step further. It's been a good year so far for Randy Topper. Three weeks after winning the Leech Lake Walleye Tournament with partner Chuck Hazzy, he and his other tournament partner, Brock Anderson, won the Graha Walleye Shootout. We have the details coming up next. I won't ever understand my shorties be mad When all I want to do is stick my toes in the sand There's nothing wrong with champagne, dancing and such But the nightlife in the city don't impress me much I don't feel right in the club, I'd rather be out Sitting in my 14-footer catching some trout The fishes all tremble at the thought of me When I'm F-I-S-H-I-I-N, Paul Bunyan country If you're fascinated by what you're hearing today Bemidji State University might be the place for you when it comes to college. They're located amid the lakes and forests of the Northwoods, and it's the only place in Minnesota where you can earn a four-year degree in aquatic biology. It's a state-of-the-art program on the shores of Lake Bemidji, giving you high-tech lakeside facilities and ample opportunity for research and a hands-on education. You can choose fisheries biology, aquatic systems, or wetlands ecology. An aquatic biology education at Minnesota's premier Northwoods University it's the right fit for you. Visit BemidjiState.edu. Hi, this is Nate Blazing with the Nissla Guide League, and you're listening to Paul Bunyan Country Outdoor. Well, we're checking in with Randy Topper, who uh, just won the Graha Walleye Shootout. Uh, first of all, congratulations, Randy, and, and I'm blanking on, on your partner's name. Brock Anderson. So you do the AIM Series and the Leech Lake Walleye Classic with Chuck Hazzy, and you do this one with Brock. So how did that work out? How do you develop these, these teammates? Uh, Brock and I started fishing tournaments together a long time ago, and then, um, you know, speed of life kind of, Brock took a different job and couldn't fish so much, and then um, Chuck and I, I think we've talked about before, went to college together, and it worked out, so Chuck and I started traveling together, but uh, Brock and I have always fished Graha together since uh, since it started, so it's kind of our one time, we really... We pretty much get to fish together one time a year, and uh, this is usually it. Well, I tell you what, uh, that's uh, that's quite a championship. Uh, and, and did I hear correctly? Was that a record uh, take this year? Um, yeah, I think I think it was when the when the tournament first started. It was um, seven fish, but then it got dropped to five. Um, I think it was. I think Ian kind of took hold of it and and did the. Uh, some of the rules stuff and we switched it back to five so it may be for the five fish but i know when it back when it was seven it was over 50 pounds oh okay so so for the modern area era you might have the record 
Yeah, I think it might be. How many pounds was it again? 47.95, if I remember right. Wow. And is that your first title? Uh, no, Brock and I have won that one before. Oh, you have? Yeah, wow. We won it, uh, and, oh boy, he put me on the spot. <laughs> I think it was uh, 2018. Okay, okay. Well, I'll tell you what, I, I I think this is a really great tournament, obviously. It's on a really cool piece of water, and uh, it's always a challenge because the thing about Pakegama is you've got big walleyes. They, they, they don't fight like other walleyes. They're not necessarily where we typically find walleyes, and they've got a lot of, a lot of other food to choose from, so it's a real big challenge. Yeah, it's a, it's a one heck of a unique lake. I grew up on the lake. It's my home water. It's my favorite water. Um, I look forward to this tournament every year, and it's just that. It's very dynamic. If you think you got it figured out, it bites you in the butt. It's kind of a, it can be a love-hate relationship up there. I've said that before. <laughs> well, that tournament used to be in August. You have, it's been moved back to June, so I kind of t- dub the uh, the big three we have up here as the, the Triple Crown. Uh, you've got the Wa- Leech Lake Walleye Tournament. And the first weekend, you've got the uh, KC Walleye Classic here in Bemidji the second weekend. They take a week off. And then you've got the Graha and Grand Rapids. Three really cool tournaments, really top quality competition, and big prizes uh, all within a month, within about, what, 60 to 80 miles of each other. That's uh, pretty unique and pretty cool. Yeah, it's crazy, and, and you hit it on the head. The competition at these things, they're fierce. Um, I've said it a bunch of times, you know, you sit down in that rules meeting and you look around and you just, you know, myself anyway, I look around and it's hard to believe that, you you know, how are you going to put this thing together with this field of fishermen? And you just, you you know, glancing around, it's just, you know, beast after beast out there that really know what the heck they're doing and they can really dissect lakes. So it's it's surreal and, and an unbelievable opportunity when you get to come out on top of a field like this. And, you know, you seem like a really nice guy, but i got to think the uh, walleye anglers who fish these three tournaments are maybe getting sick of seeing your name at the top. It's happened twice this year. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like I say, it is, it's very fortunate, and, and uh, it's, it's unbelievable when it happens. But uh, I, know, I know from experience I've been doing it quite a while. You know, when, uh, when you're on a heater, you got to stay on it and keep going because it, it could be a while before a year like this comes around again. <laughs> Maybe never. Well, I think the, the, th- the cool thing for you and for anybody who loves to fish walleyes is the challenges that each of those lakes present because there are three very different lakes. Fishing the Leech Lake Tournament uh, is a lot different than fishing the Graha. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's way different. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of work that uh, it's not just stumble onto these things for us. You know, I, I do travel around with some guys, and, and uh, we have a, a heck of a team that, you know, we put things together, and, and uh, our research is done. There's a lot of sleepless nights, and, and we take it real seriously, and, you know, it, this stuff is not from lack of effort, I can tell you that much. It, it takes every bit of you, your, you know, mental, physical, everything that, to beat these guys and and uh and we eat live breathe this stuff so it, it it's a challenge and and uh that's the way you have to be to to even kind of think you're gonna come out you know even in the top 10 at these things now have you done the the knights of columbus tournament or not 
I used to, Brock and I, so like I say, Brock and I used to fish a lot together when we were younger. Um, I bet it's been, well, it's been uh, probably seven years or so since I've fished it, but we, we've had a couple good. We never we never came out on top where we were runner-up one year. We took second one year and, and had a few a few top tens, but uh, a great tournament too. You know, we always talk about that and, and I sat in on the committee to help plan Graha in the beginning stages, and a lot of what we did was kind of modeled after that. You know, it was just such always a well-run tournament, and, and I miss it. Um, I do look forward. One of these days, I'd love to get back over there. It's just, you know, you got to pick and choose your battles. You know, I've got a couple kids and, and uh, a new business, and it's, yeah, you can't do them all. I wish I could, but you can't Wait, do them all. <laughs> sounds like your priorities are all mixed up, man. <laughs> well, well obviously you're not going to give up the grahas you know that's your home water that's the lake you love so let's talk a little bit about that um tournament's over now hopefully you're willing to open up a little bit and tell us uh, how it all came together for you this weekend um it, it's uh it, it we know going into that tournament um we always talk about potential of the lake um, doing your research, I would, I would never have dreamed it would have been that high, you know, but, but again, that is the potential of the lake and our pre-fish, we had, you know, 28s, 29s and 30 inches in our pre-fish data, you know, so looking at it, going into it, that is the potential of the lake. And when you put this kind of anglers together, we always say we, we have to fish up to the potential. I thought, you know, my guess, if I, when I guessed was 42 pounds, to win it and was kind of blown away when it was was what it was um but but thinking to put those five fish together you know my biggest thing of that tournament you know i've said it for a long time you just kind of there's there's biters out there and and then there's a lot of fish that seem to like to look and and don't don't take what you have to offer so my biggest thing i guess i could say that going into it is I was just trying my best not to catch the fish that I wanted to catch on the weekend. If that was the biggest strategy that I had, that was it. Randy Topper, my guest, he and partner Brock Anderson won the Graha Walleye Shootout on Lake Potegama. we got a lot more to cover with Randy next. I'm Jason Durham, the smarter and better-looking Jason, and this is Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. If you're ready to write the next chapter of your life and love the outdoors, Northwest Technical College might be the perfect fit. Northwest Technical College in Bemidji has state-of-the-art technical education and six career paths in the heart of the Northwoods. Automotive, building trades, business, health, child care, and manufacturing technology. We're surrounded by more than 400 lakes and acres and acres of forests. You can be fishing, you can be hunting, and you can be plotting the course of your life all at the same place. The shortest path to your dream job begins at Northwest Technical College, Bemidji's Technical College. Learn more today. Visit ntcmn.edu. Hey, I'm Jason Rylander. The Jason that can grow beard like a grown-up. And this is Fishing Paul Bunny Country. Randy Topper, who has won the Graha Walleye Shootout with Brock Anders and his partner, my guest today. And Randy, where did the uh, bulk of the fish seem to come from? Did, not just from you, but from everybody. Um, I would say in that uh, 
Oh boy, it was kind of all over the place. Even with the group of guys that I talked to, we were catching them from 12 to 25 feet, and and literally, you know, looking back at uh, data points, we had nice fish literally all the way around the lake. It it, it didn't seem like. I kept thinking to myself, you know what, just pick an area and stick with it and don't get caught running around during bite windows. And and I really thought that there was fish coming from all over the place. I think, I know, I know there's there's top tens that were in Sherry's arm. There's top tens that were on, you know, uh, the north end of the lake and the west. And so it, it just seemed to be everywhere. You know, there's a lot of big fish in that lake. We had a smelt die off. And it took a little bit of a beating there for a while, it seemed like. But the smelt are back, the tulipies are back, the forage is all there, and, and that lake just seems to have big ones all the way around the entirety of it. So when it comes to catching fish on that lake, as you noted, the smelt are back, all of those uh, food are back. You had to find something they would go for. What seems what, what worked for you guys? Um, I would say, you know... We caught them on a little bit of everything, but we had a couple reactionary things going um, where it was just getting reaction bites, jigging. You know, we had uh, bobbers were going, and we didn't do a whole lot of rigging, yet we did have some in practice. I would say game day, most of our stuff came on a lot slower presentation than uh than anything else you know putting a bait in front of right in front of a fish's face seemed to work the best and and that being live bait you know minnow or leech or it, it didn't i don't know if that seemed to matter so much as getting in front of the right one pestering you know 200 fish in a day seemed to be kind of the thing and finding you know five percent of those ones that were going to bite it <laughs> You know what's uh, just ama- again amazing about that lake is the size of the walleyes, and in a tournament like that, very different from the Leech Lake and the Knights of Columbus, it was just the five largest. And so, if you're going for the five largest uh, on Pokegama, that can that can be amazing, and it was. Yeah, it, it's uh, it was uh, Pokegama's fish too are absolutely just uh, warriors. You know, they're not only you got a, a large average inch wise, they really hold their weight and they're filled and it's they're just monsters. I'm sure some people seen the pictures and and uh it was great. So um did you, obviously most anglers would never say, Yeah, I was expecting to win the two big tournaments I was in this year, so this had to be quite a quite a happy year for you. <laughs> it, it is. Like I said, it's it's unbelievable. It's you know, I've been very busy, so it seems like, you know, like when leech happened, it happened, and it's just like, okay, it's Sunday, I'm running home, i got to get back to work, and all of a sudden on Wednesday, it's like, holy cow, that really happened. You know, like, <laughs> I still didn't believe it, and it seemed like all of a sudden Graha snuck up, and, and we are prepared for that one, and we went into that, and, and we came out on top, and now it's kind of the same feeling again i i haven't really had time to digest any of it i'm i'm looking forward to a, the fourth of july so i can maybe sit back with a and uh reminisce and actually take all this in because it's it's, it's pretty hard to believe and pretty it just takes a while to set in when 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 all the stars align well outside of the tournaments uh, how much fishing have you been able to get in this year 
Not a lot. <laughs> I've, I've actually been, you know, tournaments has been basically it. And actually, on opener I went for a little while just kind of playing around. Walleyes on Saturday. We did some crappies on Sunday. Other than that, literally everything has been geared towards tournaments. Um, after Leech, we went straight to Mille Lacs and, uh, you know, Chuck and I took a, a good a good thumping uh, over there. We we didn't put it together over on Mille Lacs, so so our whole year isn't just uh, you know all sparkles and and glitter. We had a we had a good thumping over on Mille Lacs and, and a humbling experience. I think we kind of went into that with our head in the clouds on Leech and, and and not as prepared as we normally are. So it happens, you know, and, and uh, sometimes it takes that to get you grounded again and and really realize you got to sink your heels in and grind and get ready for the next one 10 times more than you even thought you were going to. How many tournaments do you have left this year? Um, we have an aim qualifier on Leech coming up in a couple weekends. Chuck and I made the national team championship out of Mobridge in South Dakota. And then I think we'll do uh, MWC on CAF. So I think that's the only three we're going to do. Sometimes uh, one will sneak up on us, and we look at them, and, oh, we can pull it off. But I, I think for the most part, that's going to be what uh, what we'll be doing for the rest of the season. i tell you what, the cool thing about being able to fish tournaments, uh, besides me, the cool thing being that you're really good, because I, I don't fish them, and that's why. But the reason you can't, the other cool thing is you get to fish some really unique, great waters. It's amazing. My favorite part about, you know, what I tell everybody is, you know, the amount of stuff you learn in a tournament, you know, if you're really looking to step up your game as an angler, even if you just join a tournament here and there, and, and uh, there was many years of of learning things and, and taking those those beatings and, and just, you know, if you don't like to lose, I'm probably, I can admit that I, I hate to lose. You know, I'd like to maybe even more than anybody that I know. <laughs> um, then I, I just... I can't take it, and I research, research, research. Anybody who's willing to spill the beans, my ears are wide open, and, and just the amount of stuff you learn as a tournament angler and the things that get developed as far as, uh, you know, just tweaking things in here, here and there. Like I always say, now that I've done tournaments for quite a few years, everybody is a great angler in every field I've ever fished. Getting in the top ten is all about the smallest little details, and and once you start paying attention to those littlest things, whether it be line diameter, or color, or jig size, or hook size, and baits, and size of baits, you know, when you really start breaking down those real fine details, is when it seems like we you know we've been pretty consistent here. We'll wrap it up with Randy Topper next, including his first ever fast five. I'm Mike Frisch of Fishing the Midwest. And I'm proud to help Kev Jackson sound smart on Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. When planning your trip up north, plan to park your RV or camper at the spacious Grand Haven RV Campground in Bemidji. You'll be in the perfect area to ride ATV, fish, hunt, and hike. 
With free parking for your boats and trailers and located just off Highway 2 west of Bemidji, Grant Haven Campground is the center point for your next Northland adventure. Fish hundreds of surrounding lakes and cruising the miles and miles of the ATV trails northern Minnesota has to offer. Visit GrantHavenCampground.com and book your stay today. I'm Will Pampus and Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors because Pat Jackson needs all the help he can get. Wrapping it up with Randy Topper, winner of the Graha Walleye Shootout. He and partner Brock Anderson won it a few years ago as well, but set a record this year. Well, listen, let's just uh, relax a little bit. Let's take a look at uh, where we're at here late June going into July. We've actually had a spectacular fishing season from everything I've heard on every lake and every experience I've had. The fish bite has been great. The walleye and everything. Um, so we're probably not into that summer doldrums yet. So let's take a look and, and talk about, you know, if we're just going out to have some fun this long holiday weekend, uh, where should we be fishing, what should we be fishing for, and what do we need to bring with us? I could tell you, um, if I had a little extra time, what's <laughs> really on the back of my mind is Winnie lately. Um, I, I think we talked a little bit about this uh, in the winter. I was out uh, spearing. And Winnie just seems to be coming around like crazy. I mean, it's always been a good fishery, uh, but it just seems extra good right now. And and I've been itching to get over there, and the first thing I would do is, you know, that would be a week from now if I did get to go. And I'd probably just start running a bunch of spinners. Um, spinners and bouncers, I think, are really going to start taking off, you know, picking up some of that speed. The walleyes are going to really be aggressive here and covering some water and uh that's where i would be you know uh yeah i guess if i could say one lake that's really weighing on me that i'd love to get over and just have a good time on uh i wish i had a tournament out there so it forced <laughs> me to get over there but, <laughs> but uh, that's what i would look to boy you know uh, you're right i've heard nothing but good things on winnie just spectacular reports and and I started hearing it in the winter, and actually for the last two, three years, you know, people, it was never a, a problem catching fish and being active. It was a problem having keepers. And I, But I kept hearing, you know, we got these two, three-year classes that are coming through, and, you know, by, uh, by 2022 or so, they're going to be right in that prime time, and that's proved to be the case. Yeah, yeah, I think it's, it's just, from what I've seen out there, it, it's just, been a phenomenal bite um leech sounds like it's been great i talked to chuck he was out there uh today i think i he did pretty well if uh if i remember right him uh sending a little picture to our group so if uh if anybody's looking to get out you know give leisure a call get chuck on your schedule or our guys uh brock anderson or colt i'm not guiding much this year you know Give a guy a call if you don't if you don't have the means to get out yourself. But if not, uh, I think this weekend and leading up, I mean, we got some great fishing coming up still. You know, I think even if you're grow, grown up here and uh, it, it, you know you fished a lot, uh, I think it's worth every now and then hiring a guy just to learn something, just to find out a little something maybe you didn't know. I mean, these guys are on the water every day. They know uh, they know all the tricks of the trade. And, uh, you know, if you're just a, a weekend warrior, you know, you don't get that everyday on-the-water experience, and hiring a guide can be really helpful. Oh, I agree 100%. You know, I, I did a lot of guiding. Um, like I said, I've just, I haven't had the time this year, but 
the guys that I know, you know, that I fish with a lot, you know, the ones that I named off or, or you know, if you can get a hold of, most guides that I know, they're really informative. And, and what uh, what I did and, and, I, and the guys that I hang out with, you know, basically kind of do it as a mini seminar, you know, trying to trying to teach as much as you can. You know, some people may not like that. They, you know, they kind of say, well, that's their business. Make, make sure the people come back and you just catch their fish and go. But everybody I know, you know, they're trying to teach them everything they can. And, and it's all about, you know, getting everybody on the water who wants to be on the water, in my opinion, and, and giving them the tools to be successful so they want to come back. So uh, who in your household has the say on how uh, how that prize money is going to be spent? <laughs> I'm definitely not the accountant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just hand the check over to my wife, and uh, sh- she lets me know how we're gonna how we're gonna utilize that. And as a tournament angler, I think I can speak for most of us saying that those prize monies are pretty much spent long before you ever win them. <laughs> <laughs> Well, poor Chuck, he had to spend his uh, his prize money on a new uh, trolling motor. Yeah, well, <laughs> Chuck's had a Chuck's had a, a grim uh, few weeks. Uh, Chuck and I were getting ready, and I think he had talked to you, and I'm sure he shared the story of his trolling motor yep. starting on fire. Well, <laughs> his wheel fell off this week. He was oh. on his way back home from my place, and uh, I got a message, and uh, his lug nuts came off or broke off, and, and he lost the wheel, so... I thought he was coming into this thing winning it again because usually when he has some problems he's a beast. So <laughs> it was uh, it was another it was another heck of a week for Chuck. <laughs> well, Randy, before we wrap it up, we we need to do the uh, fast five. This has become something all our listeners want to hear. They want to know the inside scoop of our superstars on the air. So, are you ready? Let's do it. Fast five, five, five. I don't even this this first question isn't even fair because I already know it because you just made it pretty obvious. But what the heck, we'll ask it anyway. Question number one: What is your favorite fish to catch? Walleye. Uh-huh. Yeah, I knew that one. Uh, <laughs> question number two: What is your favorite fish to eat? Oh, pike. That's the second time today somebody said pike. That's pretty cool. They're my favorite by far, actually, on the freshwater. It's just a matter of knowing how to get those Y-bones out. That's why a lot of people don't like them, but they, they are really good. Exactly. All right, question number three. This one, had yeah, go deep into your memory banks. What was the first fish you ever caught, and how old were you? I would say a perch, and it would probably be... Right around the time I could walk. <laughs> okay. Most of the guys I talk to on this show, it's it's very early in life that they got that first taste of it. All right, question number four. Aside from uh, fish and game, what is your favorite food? Besides mm. fish and game, I would have to say steak. Beef. Is that fishing game? No, no, it is not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Can't go wrong with the steak. Nice no. thick ribeye. Yeah. All right. Question number five. What was or is your favorite TV show of all time? Oh, boy. Um, that's a tough one. 
I'll have to go Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Okay, that one. Uh, that one is no longer going. So, is there a is there a favorite currently that you're watching? Um, nothing right now. I I, uh, I don't get a whole lot of TV in right now. <laughs> My wife and I talked about whether we should get into it or not. And I, being kind of a data guy, I, I added up all the hours and and uh, explained to her how many days and hours of our life that we we won't get back because I know we're going to get addicted to this. <laughs> We pulled the trigger anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Randy Topper, uh, thanks for doing the Fast Five, and thank you for taking the time today. Congratulations on what has been a great year for you so far, and most recently winning the Graha. That is, uh, that's one of the gems in, in Paul Bunyan country for sure. So congratulations to you and Brock. Uh, Well-deserved. Thanks, Kev. We, we're definitely over the moon, and uh, I'm excited to let it set in here. Well, listen, take a break, get some fun fishing in, and uh, and good luck for the next tournament. All right, thanks again. That's it for today. Coming up tomorrow, we talk more tournament fishing, walleye tournament fishing, with Dusty Minky. He's on the National Walleye Tour. And a reminder, as always, if you want to listen to the show at your leisure and get the full interview, subscribe to the podcast at Podcast One on the Pod MN app or wherever you get your podcasts, or just go to the website, choose Podcast, and choose Paul Bunyan Country. My thanks to Randy Topper for being here today, and my thanks to you for being here as well. This has been the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast, sponsored by Visit Bemidji and Grand Haven Campground. The Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast is also sponsored by Bemidji State University and Northwest Technical College. And don't forget, you can listen to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country on KB101 FM and KBUN Sports Radio 104.5 weekdays, as well as Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Saturday mornings on KBUN Sports Radio 104.5, B93.3 in Brainerd Baxter, and Kick FM in Alexandria.